With more and more people becoming self-employed on the rise, it's so important to understand how to file your taxes and take advantage of the write-offs that are available to your business. If you're a self-employed solopreneur, entrepreneur, small business owner, virtual online bookkeeper, virtual assistant, or VA, you need to ensure you're knowledgeable about the 10 tax tips that we're going to talk about today. I'm diving into these top 10 tax tips that every self-employed individual needs to consider and I'll help you understand how they make an impact on your taxable income. Make sure you're planning ahead for your tax filing deadline. Don't wait until the last minute to start looking into these tips. Start early and be prepared for your upcoming tax appointment. I know thinking about doing your taxes isn't the sexiest topic, but I promise you'll want to listen in today to increase the success of your business and having a successful business Well, that sounds sexy, doesn't it? You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right. As an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Are you looking for a computerized software solution to do your bookkeeping? I highly recommend checking out QuickBooks Online. I've been using QuickBooks myself for over 20 years and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners and I would say that over 95% of my clients are currently using QuickBooks for their businesses. One of the features most of my clients and I take advantage of is the option to set up bank feeds. You simply link your bank account to your QuickBooks account and QuickBooks will automatically import each transaction into your QuickBooks file. You'll save a ton of time not having to manually enter each of these transactions. You simply review each of the transactions and make sure they're getting recorded to the appropriate account. And then click one button and they're in. Want to know more? Head over to financialadventure.com QuickBooks and learn how you can save 50% off of your first three months. Welcome back. You hear it all the time. Filing taxes when you're self-employed is complicated, but I'm here to tell you that this is just not true. When you have the right tools and understand what's happening in your small business, there's no reason filing your business taxes has to be complicated. Today, I'm going to help you understand my top 10 tax tips to ensure you're not only ready to file your tax return, but you'll also be prepared and can take advantage of any write-offs that you're entitled to. Number one, choose your business structure carefully. 
Whether you're a sole proprietor, partnership, S-corporation, C-corporation, limited liability company, or other entity, the type of legal entity of a company chosen affects how that entity is being taxed. I strongly suggest you seek a legal and tax professional to help you with this decision. It's a decision that you make when you first start your business, but it will impact the way you file your taxes for many years to come. So you want to make sure that you're doing this correctly. Number two, keep your business and personal expenses separate. Be sure to set up a separate checking and credit card account for your business. This will help keep your bookkeeping simple. Don't use your business account for anything personal and make sure you're using your business accounts for your business expenses. If you're using your personal account for your business expenses, these can easily be forgotten and may not get included as a deduction in your tax return, and you don't want that to happen. Number three, report your income. If you're paid $600 or more from a business, you should be receiving a 1099, which you would use to report those earnings on your tax return. Regardless of whether you receive a 1099 or not, you're still responsible for reporting any income you receive in your business. Make sure you're depositing all your business income into your business bank accounts so you can easily capture all of this income. Number four, look into contributing to a retirement plan. So just because you don't have an employer doesn't mean that you can't contribute to a retirement plan. There are many plans to choose from, including SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, and 401k plans. Look into these early as some plans require you to set them up prior to the end of the year. Keep in mind that even a small contribution will help you in retirement, and why not take advantage of a potential tax savings now? Number five, track your mileage. If you're using the standard mileage rate for your business, you can claim a certain amount per mile for your standard mileage rate deduction. These business miles can really add up. Be sure to keep a mileage log, though, explaining your miles so that you have proof if you're ever audited. When you don't track your mileage and claim it as a deduction on your tax return, it's kind of like throwing a dollar bill out the window each time you drive two miles. Do not do this. It's way too important for your business to get this deduction. Number six, be prepared to pay taxes. Yep, I said it. Be prepared to pay taxes. When you're working as an employee, you automatically have federal and state taxes withheld from your paycheck. As a self-employed individual, you'll need to pay these taxes on your own and you may need to make estimated tax payments. Estimated tax payments simply means that you're making a payment on what you're estimating your taxes will be. In addition, you'll need to pay self-employment taxes. Normally, when you're working for an employer, you have Social Security and Medicare taxes withheld from your paycheck, and the employer pays their portion of Social Security and Medicare taxes. When you're self-employed, you'll need to pay both the employer and the employee's portion of these taxes. These taxes always seem to surprise small business owners, but not you. You're going to be proactive by setting aside a portion of all the income you're bringing in to pay for your taxes. You could do this on a weekly, monthly, or quarterly basis. Number seven, do you have a home office? If you're using an office 
regularly and exclusively for business purposes, you may be able to claim a tax deduction on the portion of your home dedicated to running your business. Expenses such as real estate taxes, mortgage interest, utilities, rent, insurance, and other repairs may also be deducted in this home office deduction. Number eight, keep track of your health insurance payments. Depending on your situation, you may be able to get a tax break on the premiums that you've paid for your health insurance. Also, you can look into a health savings account. A health savings account allows you to put money into a savings account to use for qualified medical expenses. The contributions that you make to a health savings account are tax deductible or pre-tax and your savings grows on a tax-free basis. You're also able to make tax-free withdrawals for qualified medical costs. You don't have to use the contributions you put into the health savings account. You can actually let the contributions accumulate year after year. Number nine, hire a family member. When you hire a family member, you can take a business deduction for reasonable compensation paid for tasks essential to your business. This will reduce the amount of taxable business income that flows through to your personal tax return. If you decide to hire a family member, make sure that you treat this family member just like you would treat any other employee and obtain the necessary paperwork. Number 10, save your receipts. There are many ways to save your receipts. You can scan your receipts and save them on your computer, you could upload your receipts to a computerized software system such as QuickBooks, or you can even keep them in a file. No matter which option you choose, the most important thing to consider is how you're getting them organized. You want to make sure you're able to retrieve them to show proof if you're ever audited. Keeping good records will help streamline the time it takes to file your tax return, and understanding these top 10 tax tips will certainly help ensure you're taking advantage of any deductions that apply to you and your business. If you need help, contact your tax professional to answer any questions you may have. And make sure you grab your five essentials for stress-free bookkeeping at financialadventure.com slash five essentials. That's the number five, E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S. All right, to recap this episode, number one, Choose your business structure carefully. Number two, keep your business and personal expenses separate. Number three, report your income. Number four, look into contributing to a retirement plan. Number five, track your mileage. Number six, be prepared to pay taxes. Number seven, home office deductions. Number eight, Keep track of your health insurance payments. Number nine, hire a family member. And number 10, save your receipts. And you know I'm going to ask, what's at least one thing you'll take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. 
Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do.